Hello and welcome. My name is Mauro, and I would like to say a first, a hi to my friends in Sao Paulo, members of New Ground Churches Brazil, Carlos from Raices Church and Biro from Agape Church. Hello, brothers. In today's passage, we're going to look into the first 18 verses of chapter 10 in the book of John, continuing our series. And if I could resume it to you, if I could give you a 15-second summary of this passage, I would say this. Jesus chose to call himself the true shepherd. And that sums up so much. A close and personal relationship between himself and his followers. The certain security that we can have in him. The dependency in his guidance his compassion, his companion, his profound care for us, and most of all, his sacrificial love. So, I've called this passage True and False Shepherd. So let's go through this passage in three parts, in three chunks, if you like. Let's read first verses 1 to 7. the good shepherd and his sheep. Very truly, I'll tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does, does not enter the sheep pen by the sheep gate, but climbs the, by it by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is a shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name, and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes ahead of them, and his sheep follow him, because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him, because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I'll tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. In these seven verses, Jesus called himself the true shepherd and also the gate. But he truly cares for the sheep which enter by the sheep gate, the sheepfold. That represents salvation. Jesus represents shepherd and the gate at the same time for you and I, or if you are a Christian, perhaps a simple way to see Jesus as your Lord and Savior, very truly I'll tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. But for the Pharisees, the confrontation continues. Jesus keeps on clashing with them. Jesus is the only one that one can become part of the family of God. Do you think the Pharisees sees this as normal? Very much the opposite. Jesus sets parallel between himself and King David, separating the goats and the sheep in Israel, just like King David. The Pharisees knew that well. King David was chosen to be the shepherd of Israel. King David divided and defined people of Jacob. The Pharisees knew that quite well. But Jesus says, I am 
And Jesus says seven times this in this book. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the gate. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the vine. Seven times. I came to Jesus the day that he said to me, I am the truth, the way, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I was tired to rely on my own. I was only 30 years old when I turned my gaze on him. That was the best decision I ever made. Since then, the transformation that only can come from Jesus is, is still happening. Do you have any moment in your life that Jesus gave you an affirmation of, I am to you? When do you realize he really is who he says he is? As we have seen in the past 10 chapters of this book, John's gospel is rather different from the other three. John helps us to focus on the identity of Jesus, his mission. But that comes with a price. Jesus constantly clashes with the Pharisees. He is setting a new standard for them. And they can't get it. The rich theological discourses that are revealing who Jesus is. In Psalm 118, verse 20, we read, This is the gate for the Lord, through which the righteous may enter. That testifies that the words in the scripture cannot be broken. Every single word in the scripture is reliable and true. And the series of I am that Jesus says are incomprehensible for the Pharisees. Jesus is the only way that one can become part of the family of God. And that matters. What about you? Have you declared that Jesus is the gate and the shepherd of your life? The consequences of not doing this is that you are just like the Pharisees. If you haven't declared that truth. But if you have, are you living just like the true sheep? Listening to his voice, expecting his guidance, enjoying his profound love for you. And do you carry any responsibilities? How can we apply this truth in your life? Whatever responsibilities that we may carry, how do we apply that to us? To me, God says, listen to my voice. In moments that I struggle, that I need his voice, his guidance, his common sense, I come to him and ask for his guidance, ask for his presence in me. On my own, I struggle, with him I thrive. So are you ahead of a family? Are you ahead of a team at work? A leader of any capacity? Which example of leadership are you giving? If not you, then who is speaking to your people? 
Are you a church leader? Can you use your own life to serve others selflessly? When I ask you these questions, I ask myself too. It is a deep meaning to me. Who do I answer to in my life? So let me tell you this. Jesus is the only way that one can become part of the family of God. The sheep recognize Jesus' voice. He is really the one who guards the gate for them. Who do you answer to in your life? And that launches us for the second point. If not Jesus, who then? Thieves and robbers? Let's read verse 8 to 13. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that may, they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lay down his life for the sheep. The higher hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So, when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. When the wolf attacks, the flock scatters it. The man, sorry, the man, the man runs away because he is a higher hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Do you remember a significant event in 2011 in London? London had a sequence of riots. If you are a true Londoner, you would remember that. Our city was in peril. It was a combination of economics and social policies, so these riots were more likely to occur in deprived boroughs. Barrows where the stop and search was still in practice in London, which saw looting, arson, and as well as a mass deployment of police and the death of five people. It was a complete failure to engage with the community before and after the death of a gang member. And yes, we do have gang. All this happened in August 2011. A group of members of this church, where I am speaking to you from in Wimbledon, gathered at the front of the building where we call the fishbowl, and we prayed for the city. A passage from these verses was given during that meeting. Verse 10, the thief comes only to steal, to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. In 2011, the higher hand had had his moment. He instigated and abandoned his place and ran away. That is the function of the enemy. When anything bad happens in your life, who do you go to prior and after? The enemy wants to create panic and destruction the gate that you enter may have different results. One gives peace, 
and life, and the other gives confusion and destruction. Let me tell you this, where danger approaches, the hired hand disappears, and the flock gets scattered. Jesus picks up on this when he tells the Pharisees that he is the good shepherd. And the good shepherd has come that they may, la- may have life and have it to the full, but more. In verses 10 and 11, Jesus fires upon the Pharisees. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lay down his life for the sheep. When Jesus says that, it means that the outrageous grace of God is for you and I. Only a caring and loving shepherd could do that. Again, if not Jesus, who then? Thieves and robbers? Two simple verses which such great impact. Jesus confronts the Pharisees that they cannot grasp the magnitude of these two verses. Jesus says to them, they are thieves and robbers, selfish leaders, preventing people to receive life and life to the full. They cannot understand and they cannot offer what Jesus can. The good shepherd lay down his life for the sheep and more. The Pharisees are shut outside the sheep pen and they are excluded. In verse 9 we read, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and out and they find pasture. Jesus as God and as a man is a fulfillment of this verse. The cross says everything. Jesus gives his life for his sheep. That is you and I. Jesus called the Pharisees agents of the devil, thieves and robbers, a deliberate confrontation towards them. In the book of Ezekiel, he writes 600 years before that event and assure his fellow Jews that God will return one day. He warns us. Ezekiel 34:2 Son of a man prophesy against the shepherd of Israel prophesy and say to them this is what the sovereign lord says woe to you shepherds of Israel who only care for yourselves should not the shepherd take care of the flock agents of the devil thieves and robbers if not Jesus who then The consequences for the Pharisees are quite drastic. It is condemnation. So let me ask you this then. Where do you place your trust? In the good shepherd or in the hired hand? In the true shepherd or false shepherd? Where danger approaches, the hired hand disappears and the flock gets scattered. But then, when you listen to your good shepherd, you will acquire direction in life and peace in your heart. 
Jesus is the only way that one can become part of the family of God. The sheep recognize Jesus' voice. He is the one who guards the gate for them. Third and final point. Knowing me, knowing you. We read from verse 14 to 18. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not from the sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life, only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I receive from my father. I know my sheep, my sheep know me. That is the correlation. But it's quite simple, really. Just like Abba would sing to you in that song, knowing me, knowing you. But more. In verse 16, Jesus gives away much more. I have other sheep that are not from this sheep pen. Those belong to Christ, but not yet brought to them. Sheep like the Samaritans, the Gentiles, that the Pharisees despise so much. What about you? Do you have anyone in your life that you have been praying for a long time, perhaps even years, that is still having come to the ship pen? Do you still have faith that he or she will be saved? Let me tell you this. Jesus says he will never leave anyone behind for the thieves and robbers. He will save all of his ship from them. Let's move on. In verse 17 and 18, Jesus affirms his authority because he has been given to him by his father. He is complied with everything his father said. He is complied even with death, death on the cross. Jesus Christ obediently chose to die. The Pharisees did not have the power to kill him. But this act of love and compassion saved people like me. Once a sinner, now I am free. I am secure in the sheep pen. These two verses support that, 17 and 18. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I receive from my father. We only choose God because God has chosen us. And we only knew Jesus because Jesus first knew us. In these 18 verses, Jesus gives, gives us a reality check, an examination of our own heart with deep intimacy. So where is your faith? 
Who is Jesus to you? For a moment, imagine yourself witnessing this conversation between Jesus and the Pharisees. One side, Jesus says, I am. The other side, they say, you cannot be. Who are you? We have this knowledge today. We have the scriptures and the presence of the Holy Spirit in us, which makes us accept Jesus. The Pharisees wouldn't know any different. Which side would you take? Take your own lean and ask yourself again, who is Jesus to you? In this passage, John exposes that Jesus is really the good shepherd, the gateway, and he leads the blind to salvation. Outside the gate, or if you like, any other way to salvation, or any voices that you listen to leads to desolation and destruction. So there it is, three simple verses that takes us to the heart of this, this passage. Who is Jesus? The shepherd who guards the gate. If not him, then who? The thieves and robbers? What do you need to do to get in the sheep pen? We need to know that Jesus is the good shepherd, is really the true shepherd. We need to know his voice. Simple as that. Let us pray for Jesus' calling. And let's go through the gate of salvation and willingly say he is really the good shepherd. His amazing love for us is forever. He lays down his life for you and I. I would love to close this in a prayer. And I hope you can identify Jesus' voice too. To enter the ship pen. Willingly enter the ship pen. I thank you, Jesus, that you are always speaking to us. I thank you that you are really the true shepherd. I thank you, Jesus, that you are really the great I am. And seven times you said that. We thank you, Jesus, because you are present in us. And we are present in you. And that communion we cannot find anywhere else. We thank you, Jesus, for your presence in our heart. We thank you for your calling. We thank you for your voice. And we thank you for the sheep pen that you prepared for us. Thank you for listening. And see you next time.